Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. My name is Sierra and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. From my crazy life to yours, it's time to share our experiences and get into those gritty details. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. Today I have the wonderful brand ambassador Alexis here with me. Hey! <laughs> uh, and today we're going to be talking about, oh my goodness, her whole life story, I guess. And this is just a trigger warning for abuse, abusive relationships, abortion, mental health issues, and so much more. So if you are sensitive to any of those topics, uh, please check out of this episode and come back for the next one. So your story starts back in 2007. You were in high school and all was well. One night you went to a party and your life changed forever. Tell us what happened that night. Well, I was just sitting there and one of my friend's friends walked in and I thought he was pretty cute and we were hitting it off right away and just one thing led to another and we just started dating. So young love, hey? Young love. (laughs) So things move between you guys pretty fast, as does any young love. What happened at the three month mark of your relationship? Well, I went to the bathroom with my sister and we took pregnancy tests because she thought she was pregnant and it turned out I was pregnant. (laughs) No. (laughs) Like any person who has a uterus who ends up being pregnant unexpectedly, you thought about having an abortion. Now with you being a mother of two and you have two amazing boys, you decided to not go through with it. So what was your thought process and why did you decide against it? So I was definitely like, this is what we're doing. The appointment was booked and the father of the boys was totally set for it too. He never wanted kids, but I did want kids. My plan was to be in my mid to late thirties and I wanted two kids. Um, So I started researching side effects of abortion and ultimately I just got really scared and we talked it over and decided it was our mistake and we had to live with it and we decided to go through with the pregnancy. You wanted bigger and better things for yourself and your family. What did you do after the day of your prom while you were three months pregnant? So the day after prom, I loaded up my car and I moved to Kelowna where the boys' dad was living and working. Oh my goodness. So you guys were kind of long distance, I guess, before that too, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Young, pregnant, long distance. All the stuff. Yep. So things went along. You moved to Kelowna. You were with your family and you had your sweet baby Max. You moved a bunch of times in a short amount of time as well. You moved to Kelowna, back to 100 Mile, to Kelowna, back to 100 Mile. What did you find out while you were figuring out how to be a mom, moving around constantly and dealing with a difficult boyfriend? So when Max was 18 months old, I always knew I wanted two kids two years apart. So I convinced the dad, the boyfriend, to try for a baby. And the one weekend I had him convinced, we tried and I got pregnant luckily right away. So of course time moves on, you have your second son and you move back to 100 Mile House again with both of your kids. And things were starting to get rocky in your relationship. So what kind of things were happening at this point? Well, he was very emotionally abusive at the start Mm -hmm. and very controlling on the situation. Uh, It was very immature relationship that we were in. It was definitely, 
he also lived very old school where a woman's place was in the kitchen and even if he sat at home all day not working the kids still had to go to daycare and because he wouldn't look after them and I would work all day then I'd have to come home and cook and clean and it was just constant fighting and then one of the big triggers on our fights was I got court or not court government papers saying that I was claiming single when I was in common law and he refused to help me. So I ended up owing the government tons of money. Since things were a little rough, you wanted to do something nice for the two of you, something that would empower you, but also be a nice spicy treat for him. Can you tell us what you did and the outcome of what you thought was a nice thing to do? So uh, there was a photographer in Hunter Mile. I did some boudoir photos for her. He kind of knew what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But he never really said anything. And then when I got the photos and told him that that's what I did, he honestly never even saw the photos before he completely snapped, called me a whore, freaked right out at the whole idea of us do or me doing photos, about other people seeing me getting the photos done. And it was just a huge never ending fight. Yeah, and unfortunately, this is something, of course, <laughs> I'm a boudoir photographer, and this is something I hear about, not really with my clients. I think it's maybe happened like once once or twice throughout my whole entire boudoir career, and usually it ends up with the woman leaving the man because it's just completely unfair. Right? <laughs> yeah. So as I was just mentioning, actually doing a boudoir shoot was unfortunately what broke you two up the breakup brought a lot of things on his end what did you find out about him after the breakup so when i broke up with him after the never-ending fighting um he actually asked me to bring him to a walk-in clinic where he started telling me that he was hearing voices in his head and all this different stuff and the doctors ended up sending him to the Kamloops psych ward where he was diagnosed with clinical depression and schizophrenia. Wow, so it's hard to hear that after having this person live with you and try to, well, not really raise your kids, but you know, be there with your kids and with you. That's a, that's a lot to go through. It was a lot. I went and visited him a couple times before I just cut all ties with him just because it was too much mm -hmm. and he still had the hope of our relationship being together where I knew I was done with the relationship at that point. Mm -hmm. For two years, you were separated from him, but like many people do, you thought things had changed and he deserved a second chance. You upped your life back to Kelowna to be with him for the summer and tell us about how that went. Well, we moved probably the day after Max finished kindergarten, I believe is when it was. Mm -hmm. And our whole plan was we're going to give it the summer, see how it goes, and see if I stayed there for Max to go to school in the fall there or if I was to move back to Hunter Mile. So things went good until the day Max went to school. And then it just went downhill. We were fighting all the time, so we decided it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. We were not going to be in a relationship, but I did stay living there. We slept in our own separate rooms. We said we were just roommates. He would say I was not his girlfriend. He was not my boyfriend. 
And we lived like that for quite a while. Yeah, and he would say things like, you're the problem, you can't do anything alone, and like threaten to take the kids away. Yeah, anytime that I thought about moving out on my own, he definitely made it seem like it would be impossible for me to go anywhere. So I definitely felt stuck in that situation that I had to stay there and stay living with him so that the kids had a place to stay and I got to be around the kids. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to mention at this point that like if you are in a situation like this, there are people out there to help you as hard and maybe even embarrassing as it might be to like tell people that you're Mm -hmm. in this type of situation. There are, your friends will help you. Honestly, there's amazing community support even on just like local Facebook groups. Um, Vernon has a transition house where they will help you in situations like this. I'm sure Kelowna and many other communities in BC and honestly all over the world have these types of organizations to help you out. And uh, yeah, they do exist. So please, like if you are in a situation like this, it's better to leave. (laughs) It definitely is. I was very lucky that I finally reached out to some friends and figured it out. So like you just said, you did find some people to help you and they offered you a place to live with cheap rent. What happened in your relationship at that point? So when I was given the opportunity to move out to be in a better place for me and the kids, I told the boys' dad that this is what was happening. He wasn't very happy. He went on a drinking binge. One day I tried to leave. The cops ended up having to be called because he wouldn't let me leave. Um, It was just, it was a battle. And then he ended up not really sticking around. He would be gone from the house as I was packing and moving my stuff. Because he was very upset because he thought that we were in a relationship. Although he constantly reminded me that I was not his girlfriend. Yeah, you basically were just like... The mother of his kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. So once you moved out, things with him didn't stop there. He started accusing you of some horrible things. What was one of the wildest things he accused you of? So one day he called me while I was at work and said, I know it was you. I've already called the cops and put a report. So I was like, what did I do? Like, what do you mean you know it was me? And he's like, well, I saw on my webcam that a short person and a tall person have slashed my tires on my truck. And he was accusing me and my best friend at the time, who is a little bit taller than me, of slashing his tires. And he actually did call and leave a police report. Wonderful. Right? Yeah. Did they, I guess, come to you at all? or They called me, but because the cops were called in previous situations, like when he wouldn't let me leave, they knew of everything. Mm -hmm. So the cop that he called, unfortunately for him, knew what I was like and knew my personality so she called me right away and said that she knew that I didn't do that and I wouldn't have it in me to do it mm-hmm. plus the truck was insured in my name so why would I slash a vehicle's tires that's in my own name <laughs> Very and that's true. what the cop said too yeah <laughs> being out on your own was a whole new rodeo it was expensive and he was paying child support but not a whole lot what did you ask of him to do about the low amount he was paying So I just asked for a very little increase of $50 more a month and he freaked out and ended up serving me with court papers. To go and try to like take your kids away or... He wanted to do 50-50 with the kids where I wanted to stick to our plan 
I picked them up Monday after school and had them all week and he picked them up Friday after school because that was as close to normal for the kids as possible because I always worked mm-hmm. on the weekends. So he always had them on the weekends and he always worked during the week. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to keep things as normal as possible. So the court date for this matter came around. How did it go? So I showed up to court. From looking at the papers, he had a lawyer. I was doing this lawyer free because I didn't have the finances to get a lawyer. And I walked in there and I knew who his lawyer was, as I may have made numerous phone calls to the lawyer because he (laughs) wouldn't talk to me. He kept telling me to talk to his lawyer. So I knew who his lawyer was and his lawyer told the judge that he was not representing him that he was on his own and he never showed up. So even though he no-showed for the first date, he was allowed to reschedule and he did. But what happened when the next date rolled around? So he did show up, but he showed up very unprepared for everything and the judge was less than impressed as he no-showed the first one and wasted their time and was pretty much wasting our time again by showing up not prepared so pretty much everything that I was asking for was granted and he didn't get anything that he wanted which is honestly way better for everyone in the situation it was with this court order you worked with both of your kids to make some big life decisions where do both your kids stand with their dad at this point so the oldest has a zero relationship with his dad wants nothing to do with him And from talking to counselors and stuff, he is mature enough to make those decisions. So he doesn't see his dad at all. Hasn't gone to his house in years. Um, The youngest goes maybe once or twice here and there. Not very often. He definitely chooses to be with me more and not as much there. So the relationship's kind of patchy with them too. Mm Mm-hmm. So to finish off this podcast, where are you at with your life today? Well, I'm working my dream job. I'm in love with that. I don't think I'll ever leave that. (laughs) I think she'd murder me if I ever left too. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We just moved into a new house. It's bigger, more space for us. I keep the kids super active. We're pretty much gone every weekend, if not every other weekend, off racing, our BMX bikes, with huge goals for my oldest on being an Olympic BMX racer. And the youngest is just doing all these cool different activities. And I support them 100% with everything. And we're just super happy with everything going on. Yeah. And I mean, even with yourself, you have had like a really awesome like lifestyle change this past year. And you're doing spin classes sometimes like twice, three times a day. And I do. Ugh. Just We're just super, super active and just trying to be super healthy and live a good life. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> well, that ends this episode with The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. We just want to thank Alexis for being here today. And you can find Alexis on Instagram. What's your IG? <laughs> it is Alexis Foreman 6560 And you'll see all my crazy activities with the kids and all my photos with Sierra. (laughs) Woohoo! Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode and I will be back soon with another. Bye! 
Thank you for joining the Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. You can find us on Instagram at Pillow Talk Studios and in our Facebook group, Pillow Talk Studios exclusive VIP group. I cannot wait to share another episode with you soon. Bye.